What the fuck are you doing over there? Flossing. With your cellophane? Uh-huh. <sighs> anyway. Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. He has no pants on today. No, pantsless. No pants. Boxers, thankfully. Yes. I mean, so he's not completely a hoodie. nude from the waist down, but you know, but it's not, it's not much. I was flossing with the uh, cellophane. Oh, everybody we knows because I'd already hit record, and that's oh, going to okay, be the, good. the start of the show there. So, <laughs> no, everybody knows this is the bullshit I deal with. <laughs> It makes good floss. The other thing I would like to point out to everybody is that that's evidence that he had the cigar out of the cellophane. Oh, no. This is cellophane from an earlier cigar. Oh, dear God. You used old cellophane. Yeah. It was, you know, I had, How I long has it. that been sitting out here? I was smoking it yesterday. But that cellophane's been sitting out here since yesterday. Oh, yeah. It was a Perdomo. But, dude, like, it's been sitting outside. So what? Like, stuff can get on it. That's gross. Oh, there's good things in the air. Anyway. When I make my ferments out of the garden, that's why I don't wash the vegetables when I do it. They have the natural bacteria that create the ferments. So today we're going to be smoking a new selection <laughs> from our friends down there at ATL Cigar Company. Just going to ignore that, aren't you? We're going to be smoking the ATL Magic. It's a 6x54 Toro. That um, I, what little bit of research I was able to figure out uses a Mexican San Andreas wrapper over fillers from the Esteli, Jalapa, and Pueblo Nuevo regions of Nicaragua. You can really taste the Esteli. I knew you were going to say that. Um, this cigar actually was blended by Luciano over at uh, Ace Prime Cigars, so it's a collaboration that they've put together with uh, a mashup with, with Luciano. I like it. It's a big giant son of a bitch. It's a six by fifty four. That's yeah. like not like you know that giant. Yeah, it's a big cigar, but uh, but it's a nice looking cigar. So we're going to smoke that today. And this cigar came to us courtesy of our friends over there at ATL Cigar Company, and. Uh, you know, we appreciate it. They sent a little card that basically said that um, we unfortunately missed the uh, Pulpit in the Pool episode uh, this year. Remember? The what? You ha- We're going back to our conversation with the three people from ATL, remember? They were having all the pool parties all over That's Atlanta. Right. And we were going to go down to Atlanta and have the Pulpit in the Pool episode. Oh, we've got to do that. I mean, it's... I forgot all about that. It's October, so... It's going to be nippy. We kind of missed it for I was year. in the pool. I was in the pool. Uh, we've missed it for this year, so now we just have to be thinking ahead to maybe next year. What, it hides? Like a frightened turtle. Okay. I don't know how you guys walk around with those things. Anyway, I think it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. And uh, you, You've never watched Seinfeld, have you? I, I, some. Okay. Some. I just quoted one of the best scenes ever. I'm, you know, whatever. No soup for you? I don't know. <laughs> See, you do know a reference. <laughs> anyway. Not the, not the accurate one at this time, but... <laughs> um, the official cutting is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our, I was there today. I was there on uh, Friday night. I hung I out with o- Cindy today. I went over and hung out with uh, quite a few of the guys over there in the lounge. We were discussing all sorts of fun stuff. It you was know, a good time. You know what I had? What did you have? I had a timeless. Good for you. Yep. 
I uh, tried one of Mr. Herklot's new cigars, and uh, it was very nice. I had a nice selection of cigars that I picked up for myself on Friday night, including the uh, Cuban... I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head. It was the Cuban Classic, I think, um, from uh, Don Papin Garcia. Oh, yeah. My father and all that. It was a good cigar. Well, that's cool. It was tasty. Well, that's neat. I had a fun time. Yeah, Kristen had a doctor's appointment, so... I couldn't go in with her, so I just drove over to Riverman, sat and had a cigar. I got me some Chipotle delivered. All the guys had to sit and watch me eat. That was fun. There you go. You know. we're. Uh, are you going to stick around tonight? I'm making salad. Salad's what the food eats, Jeff. Well, we're having a happy <laughs> <laughs> What? She had her doctor's appointment today. Oh, my God. Well. You got to get checked out. Happy Um, You know what? We actually better cut that because she's going to cut my lips Nope, nope. That's, yep, that, yep. I got too much work nope. to do to be cutting this kind of stuff. So uh, anyway, uh, anyway, we're River, cutting that. Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. He's got all kinds of great cigars over there in the humidor. He's getting a lot more in even you know, now because it's funny how orders trickle in like, you know, months and months and months after you place them. <laughs> it's but true. Well, they whatever. had a big box delivered today. <laughs> what? They had a big box of cigars delivered today while I was there. And you didn't, like, peruse it to see what it was? Cindy hadn't cracked it open yet. She oh. hadn't broken its seal of freshness. Well, damn it, Cindy. Anyway. Well, guys, if you're in the St. Louis area, you owe it to yourself to swing on by Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, but you still want to support a really awesome brick and mortar, give Dan a call over there at Riverman Cigar Company because he does mail order and he can get a box of cigars sent to you right away. That's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And it's time that we go ahead and... Cut the cigar. I need to get mine out of the cellophane. I knew it. I knew it. I mean, you could have been doing that like all this time. Of course, then you would have been stomping all over Dan's ad with this bullshit. I wouldn't mess with Dan's ad. Anyway, I'm going to give this thing a V cut. Nice. (laughs) Oh, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Want me to make edits. Edits. Yeah, then, you're gonna have to cut. But then that. he, but then he like, but then he, he, he purposely like has conversation with me that makes it impossible for me to edit out things that I want edited out. So now I'm oh, sitting here. So oh, now I'm sitting here and I'm just like, should I? Oh, should I? Bull! I know how much you edit out. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Plus all the bleeps. It's like, should I? Yeah, we'll talk to Corey about how much you edit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got it. Well, speaking of Corey, by all accounts, it looks like he had a wonderful turnout over there at the uh, Weston Tobacco Festival on Saturday. I've seen a couple of pictures online and whatnot, and it looks like it was a really great time there and everything. And we really do regret that at the last minute we were unable to make it out. It's my fault. I fully blame Jeff. It's my fault. I just blame Jeff all day long. I had a bunch of sports stuff to cover, and one of my editors was out of town. So it fell back on me. Well, and I... Uh, and it's my fault. I, I take full responsibility. I uh, know what happens when I'm around Corey by myself, hence the first tr- uh, day of TPE 2020, and I've chosen to not put myself in that situation. Let me yet. ask you this. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Between spending Vegas with Corey or Vegas with me, which was worse? Oh, man. It's <laughs> literally two sides of the same coin. Because, uh, yeah. 
both of us both de- of were, you, it was debilitating to be with us both of you were painful in totally different ways <laughs> but very similar ways yeah yeah i don't know um that's something to now be think about it this year what if debated. Corey and i get together with you and maybe our buddy trey mac Oh, it's this, gonna, this could be a whole hangover yeah, situation. I say it's a hangover situation where I just end up on the roof of the hotel. <laughs> Throw in your mattress. Because let's be real, out of the four people that are involved in this situation, yeah. I'm the one most likely to end up on the roof of the See, hotel. See, I was thinking you were more like Alan. No, I'm the least. <laughs> At best, I'm the dude who got his t- tooth knocked out. The one who's just like the, flipping. The, dentist, yeah. the one who's flipping out the whole time like, I can't believe this is happening to me. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm either that guy or I'm the guy trapped on the roof, one or the other. But I am definitely not the smooth, handsome-looking dude, and I'm definitely not the, like, wild, crazy one that's spiking everybody's well, shit. Well, of our crew, who would be the the crazy, handsome dude? Who would be the, uh, oh, the guy from American Sniper? What's his name? Um, I don't know. Um, I'm going to probably... He was, he was I the, know who it is. The bad just, guy in Wedding but Crashers. I, but I can't think of his name. Um, he sang with uh, uh, what's her names. They they did that. It truly doesn't matter. They did that movie. Yes, <laughs> it was uh, with uh, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah, I was thinking Bradley like, Cooper. That's it. That's the guy's name. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't care. Um, but I don't know who would be. I you know you know I mean probably I don't want. No, I'm not going to do this. I'm not playing into your bullshit game. I'm not playing into your bullshit game of telling you which one I think you were is more You were going to say Brad Cooper. I, no, you were definitely not in the running. I, I am not going to get in the, ha- the trick of you <laughs> making me say which guy I think is more handsome, Corey or Trey Mack. Because you know what that turns into? That turns into you just making a whole bunch of comments, and I don't need that. Would so, I do that? Oh, yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. <laughs> I think it's Trey Mack. I think he wins. Probably. Yeah. But but if you think about it, though, okay, Ed Helms is the only one in the movie that got laid. Huh. Sweet. Yeah. So if I flip the coin and I end up in the Ed Helms role, then ha And But more than likely, I'm the dude trapped on the roof. And think about it. He had sex with Heather Graham. He did. Yeah. And got married to her. Was there the a lady thing. boy in the second one, though? Yeah, the lady boy was in the second yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not going to Thailand, buddy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Bangkok, or wherever that one was at. I you don't call remember. it Bangkok for nothing. Not doing that anyway. All right, so I'll tell you the third movie tied that together really well. The ATL Magic. Oh, back to the. Cigar. I was gonna say it's time for cold draw. Have you done it? <laughs> you haven't. You've yeah, just not. been sitting there, just making references, just taking to you down movies. rabbit holes. <sighs> you didn't have enough of this stupid bullshit on Friday's show. You know what? I listened to Friday's show and giggled out loud. I had a lot of fun while with we were show. listening to I it. Yeah, say. Friday's show was fun. That was the closest I think that we've ever gotten to actually you and I. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just us riffing for an hour and twenty minutes, or however long it turned out to be. Yeah, it was pretty random. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you getting on this cold draw? You make very like bizarre noises what on the microphone. Is, I'm getting something. <laughs> I what know. is that? I don't know. Hold on, let me get a drink of tea. Hmm. Hmm. Boy, it's distinct. But what is it? I don't know. 
I've encountered this before on cigars, and I've never known how to classify it on those either. It's distinct. I mean, very distinct. Kind of earthy. It's not sweet. What the hell is that? It's not sweet. It's kind of earthy. Come on. I'm going to hone in on this. Hold on. It is my second cigar of the day, though, which is not helping me. I haven't had any. This is my first. But, dude, I can't, I can't, I can't pinpoint it. I've had this, this flavor note, though, before, and I've always struggled with it before as well. Blackberry brandy. No. Blackberry brandy. No. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Dude. Yeah, blackberry brandy. I, uh, I've never had it, so I can't necessarily say no, I guess, but, I mean, is there any sweetness to blackberry brandy? Because I'm not getting any sweetness off of this. I wouldn't necessarily say sweetness. I mean, it's just blackberry liquor. I I don't know about that. That's what I'm getting. Okay. Well, maybe maybe a cognac, a blackberry. I guess you know, a berry for lack of for lack of a better descriptive by me, I guess that's what we're gonna have to run with. But I'll tell you what drove it home was the cold retro. I hate to admit that I was sitting here doing that quite a bit because mm-hmm. I was getting better flavor off of that oh, in this one. But you know, snap! You just admitted it was it. the same flavor. It just was, but you it know, was more pronounced. You can suck it. I just want you to know. But you're admitting I'm right. You can suck it. You just admitted I've been right for two years. You can suck it. Oh, I never said that. Oh, that's what I heard. <laughs> I did not say that. It's what I heard. That's what she said. Anyway. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't even know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, that's what I heard. <clears throat> that's what she said. No, anyway. it's not even, not no. even close. Did you just have to gas up your lighter? I did. Did you ghost it? Huh? No. Something about it. <laughs> All right, Teddy, let's see if his hand explodes. Yeah, exactly. Boosh. <laughs> His hand may not have. But I have head. a little trick where I, if I don't have anything to ghost it with, I'll ghost it actually with the tube on the yeah. can. I don't advise anyone else doing that because it's probably not safe, but I did it. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's how you light the can on fire. Well, what? No, I'm using. I'm I'm pushing it down partially so it it vents the lighter, not the can. Okay, so it's you're, a whole not, trick you're not I've, doing anything with the because, dude. Like, well, no, I'm not lighting it while I've I'm filling it. I've had somebody tell me like the way you clean the jets on mm-hmm. the thing is you take the the can and like spray that like on that to like clean it out. And I'm thinking you're directing the butane straight on. And I remember you doing that with at least one lighter, but you were using straight lighter fluid, not butane. Yeah, it the lighter had broken, so I just put a couple of drops of uh mm-hmm. oh, you know, like a Zippo lighter mm-hmm. and put a couple of drops of that in it, click it, it light up and give me enough time to light a cigar. And then I set the lighter on fire. I was gonna say that did not end well. Yeah, I don't recommend that to anyone. No. All right. So we got this guy lit up. I will say right off the bat, it's smoking good. Like, it's kicking off some smoke to it. It really is. Mm-hmm. Is this a uh, medium or a full? Mm-hmm. It looks like it would be a full, but it's not coming off. I don't know. I, I couldn't say. I mean, I literally know very little about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know the little bit that was in the press release, and that was pretty much it. Basically, hey, here's the description of the cigar, and hey, we worked with Luciano on this, and it's like, oh, that's great. 
Which at some point, I'm going to try and get Luciano on the show. Because I met him over there at Riverman Cigar Company one morning. And we had a very nice conversation. And he's interested in coming on. But it's just a matter of uh, scheduling. Do the retro hill. You know. Oh, God. Yeah, I want to see you. Mm-hmm. Let's see how this goes. Oh, that's a big puff. <coughs> I didn't even... <coughs> I didn't even... <coughs> oh, God. I'm pretty sure smoke shot right out the top of your head. I didn't even get it out of my nose. That just came in my... Like, but, out of my mouth. But what is it? <coughs> oh, God. I've killed Nick. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Hang on. Let me attempt another. Oh, God, you're going to do it again? I didn't do it right the first time, so... I've never <coughs> seen smoke shoot out the top of someone's head. Oh, my God. Till now. <coughs> oh, my God. There's definitely some spice. <coughs> There's something to it. I don't know. It's not pepper at all. But I'm 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 not in a position right now to be able to answer that question. You look like you're in pain. Oh God. Oh God. I'm thinking a nice like baking spice. Yeah. All spice. Um. Sure. I'm sorry. I I I I, I should not have attempted so close to the first one. That was the problem. There is all I did. <laughs> oh, that is, was the problem. All I did is exacerbate the problems from the first one. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I'm thinking like an allspice. Not good. Okay. That's what I think. Because there's really no pepper mm-hmm. at all to that. Maybe not, but I'll say it's smoking wonderfully. Mm-hmm. My burn line is straight as a razor all the way around. Digging it. It's a good cigar. I don't know if this is part of their core line now or if they, this is just a limited deal. But, the Magic. Uh, but ATL cigar? But I'll, yeah, but I'll say if this is part of their core line, then this is a winner. If it's a limited one, then, you know, initial thoughts are get more. But yeah. I'll know more at the end of it. I was going to say, so far it's smoking you know, up really nicely. I was going to say, I'm digging it so far. It's a it's a bigger ring gauge than I like, but you know. It's a 54. It's not like it's that's, like a no, 60. Yes, that's that is a 60 a, all day dude, long. Dude, that is a 6 by 54. I don't buy it. Let me it look is at labeled it. That's, that's not even the right one. Yeah, it's a 6 by 54. The 6 would be the 6 oh, inches okay, of length. Right. <laughs> it's not a 60. Well, guys, 226 episodes later, we've determined Jeff has no idea about cigar measurements. <laughs> it really feels like a 60. It's truly not. It's it's a 54. Huh. Do you not have a, a 60 around here? No. I mean, unless I drop my pants, but... Dear God. <laughs> Dear God. Anyway. It's a little chilly out. <laughs> Dear God. What? <laughs> I can't. I just can't. That's what I use as my cigar gauge. <laughs> oh my god! I'm a rocket man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh, any excuse to use that? You uh, it, don't you? I kept it. I wasn't gonna let it go. <laughs> nice. It seemed like it was one of those ones that could come in handy. This really does seem bigger than a 54. Dude, it's a 54 ring gauge. Weird. I'm telling you. Weird. Mm. Mm. Anyway, I got nothing. <laughs> what? 
got nothing. What? <laughs> God, you suck. I think it's time for Ask the Boys. It is not already time for, well, I guess it could be, but it doesn't have to be. Oh, my God. I got nothing. I'm making you dinner at 5 o'clock. we got to move on to Ask the Boys. This is some rapid fire bullshit is what this is. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, you know, you're going to slave over that salad. Um, I got to grill the steak first. God, anyway. Um, you know how I grill steak? No. I learned this from, I think it was Porter's, actually, up in Collinsville. I may have talked about this on the show before. You, uh, I get a nice, like, seasoning rub, like a Monaco, oh, what is it, Montreal. They've got a really good, uh, steak seasoning. Or I've got, uh, Emerald's Bam, like, steak hamburger seasoning in there. And I'll take that, and you rub your steak down in butter, Uh and then put the seasoning on, and it helps it adhere to it. But also, when it hits the grill, that butter helps get a nice crust on the outside of your steak, so it traps in the juices. Yeah, you want the butter on the steak. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way to grill a steak. Oh, yeah. I almost went and had steak last night for dinner, and I ended up not... I made T-bones last night. That's probably for the best. And then I kept this this, uh, steak that I've got here. Um, I don't think it's a skirt steak. I forget which cut it is, but it's it's a little cheaper cut. But basically, got it uh, so I could grill it up and then slice it up real thin and put it in the salad. Mm. I like to cook. I'm very particular about my steak. I need to make chili. It is chili weather. It is chili weather. Now you had some really nice dumplings today at Top Shooters. Oh yeah, Top Shooters has their chicken dumplings on special on Mondays, and it's delightful. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, it was like maybe 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and they were down to like the last five servings. So, I mean, they go quick. Yeah. Well, so. the word gets out. Well, exactly. I mean, yep. I don't know if they last through lunch hour too often. Yeah, I don't, I've never seen them there. This is only the second week they've been doing them. Okay, good. Because I've never, I've never encountered I was going to have them last week before my charcuterie class, but they were long gone by mm-hmm. then. This time they lasted a little while longer, but... Given, you know, what time it is and everything, I'd bet it's already gone. Given the uh, parishioner, the pulpit parishioners page, I'd say we triggered a lot of people with our chewing last week. Seems like Seems it. Seems like it. Seems I think we like kind of thought that was coming. So, Well, I mean, we definitely exacerbated the problem after the show <laughs> was over. Anybody that stuck around Anyone for the Easter egg. Anyone that stuck around for the Easter egg knows that one. But, uh, yeah, who knows? What are you, you going to do? Well, before Wait, we is get it time now, I would say before we get into Ask the Boys, thoughts on the ATL magic here. I actually I'm, like it. Maybe, I don't know. What would you say? Like, I'm, I'm maybe, I'm in yeah. the first third for sure. You haven't ashed it all yet? No, I have not ashed it. You're only it. like an inch in. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking it slow. So I will say, I'm going to point this out. I do have a little bit of a runner. On one side, so I'm gonna have to keep you know why because you're taking it too fast. No, we're not. You're slow. Look, look, you're how much sp- further along the night am I than you? Aside from the run, yeah, not much exactly, but you're smoking it too fast. That's why you've got that run. Tell me how to smoke his guard, dude. I'm telling you, this is something <laughs> I figured out. If you start getting a run, slow it down, slow it down, you know. Well, yeah, when I run, I have to slow down sometimes. You don't run. I have ran in the past. In the past? <laughs> when have you ran in the past six months? You know, I have feelings. You know, what's the answer? <laughs> I've ran as much as you have. 
There we go. Okay. Now, we, now we know the answer to that. I mean, when have you rode a bike in the last six months? Because I can answer that question. Can Actually, you? I have ridden my bike out, you know, but not very far. Okay. Do you have a bike? You actually have a bike? We can go bike riding. I have my exercise bike. I have an actual bike, though, too, but yeah. it's in my storage unit. Well, let's let's get them out and we'll go biking this spring. I gotta air up those tires. There's there's a trail, so we could uh, oh, bike from the Ohio mine, River. To mine's the not a trail bike. Mine's like a, a cruiser bike. A, you know, something you take to the boardwalk kind of thing. <laughs> it's not a it's not a like you know all terrain type of bike. You're looking for the basement of the Alamo kind of deal. What? There's no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> You don't even know what it's from, and you actually played into it. I know there's no basement in the Alamo. What movie is that from? I don't know. How do you not know? Oh, that's Pee Wee. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Where's my bike? <laughs> <laughs> He's on the tour. Where's the basement? There's no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> I just want my bike. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I do like that movie. Uh, anyway. Ask the boys time. All right, fine, whatever. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question. You ask the apple. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. We really need to figure out a point of this episode sometime during Ask the Boys, because right now this is just a pointless waste of everyone's time. Anyway. Isn't that kind of what we do? Yeah, but, you know, every once in a while it's nice to give the people, like, you know. An effort. An effort of some sort. Anyway, guys. Good luck, guys. Yeah, I know, right? This is, uh, it's time for Ask the Boys, where we answer your listener questions. Uh, Just give us a call on the hotline at area code 863 Eight seven four zero 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 zero, and uh, you can ask us about anything, cigars, whatever. You know, it's all fun, all fun and games. Nick's an ex- expert in charcuterie. Um, I don't want to say I'm an expert, but uh, you know, I mean, I've done it once. So, anyway, why don't we go ahead and listen, <laughs> listen to the first question here? Hey, boys, this is uh, Kingston. Popo in Wyoming. I did have a question. The question would be talking to a friend. He said that cutters don't go, um, they don't dull. Yeah, I'm they wondering, do. like, if after a certain time you just need a new cutter or if some cutters, yeah, I'm just wondering if, if, uh, if they go dull mm-hmm. um, and you have to replace them at a, after a certain point, like when you cut them, when you cut the cigar, it just doesn't cut as nice something like that so that's my cigar question and then just two other kind of unrelated or things would be one i just finished listening to your last podcast and gator you're a a mushroom hunter which my wife also is a mushroom hunter and a journalist so there's a couple quite a few things in common now um maybe you guys should probably never ever get together but uh, we'll <laughs> no. that the reasons why are i think obvious but you know yep 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 um it is interesting that you guys share so many so many things journalism mushrooms um well actually only two things anyway um and then the other thing <laughs> kind of going back a couple episodes you guys were talking about the pink sock and i remember the oh, God. conversation <laughs> kind of 
as you guys would put it, going off the rails slightly. But uh, just a kind of a um, something related to socks. Working in law enforcement, I was working in a jail, and I found out that when inmates uh, use their sock to masturbate into, the sock is called a fifi. So there's that knowledge for you, and you're welcome. It's a okay. Fifi? Hey, Smokey. See ya. All right. Well, did he say Fifi? I'm pretty sure he did. And, um, okay. That's a piece of information that I did not know. I, uh, we'll add that to the lexicon. And, uh, by the way, buddy, definitely keep your wife away from Gator. What? Why, why do you say that? There's a lot of reasons. I would love to talk to her about journalism. A lot of reasons to keep you away from his wife. What? You say that? You don't have any pants on, Jeff. I don't do I no no. So as for your well, question, I'll wear pants if I ever actually meet them. But and by the way, it sounds like you're in law enforcement. And just let me tell you, thank you for your service. Very much so. And as for um, your uh, question about cutters, um, yes, cutters go dull. And I've had them go dull. You know what else I've had them do? I've had them uh, get like jagged, mm-hmm. where they start like ripping at the cigar mm-hmm. instead of cutting it. So. Which, let's be real, if you're dealing with one of those $4 cheap plastic Craftsman bench cutters, yeah, like that, yep. just go get yourself another cutter. Exactly. If you're dealing with a high-end uh, Zycar Calibri, something yeah. like that, if it's a really good cutter, it has a like warranty, lifetime warranty or something. Like with my Calibri SV, I know that when it starts getting dull, I can send it off to Calibri and they will sharpen it for me and, yeah. and all that. Um, I've never thought about attempting to sharpen it myself. Um, well, that'd be hard to do. They're very thin razors without on taking it and it everything. Apart. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the other thing. You almost have to take it apart. And that's not something I'm particularly interested in trying to do on my own. I can take it apart all day long. It's the getting it back together. Yeah. yeah. So realistically, if you've got a higher end cutter, you should be able to send it back to the manufacturer for, um, um, uh, maintenance. But uh, but yeah no cutters totally get dull. So well any any knife blades go into exactly. And that's all it is. They're two knife blades that intersect. Yeah, like a pair of scissors essentially. Exactly. Yeah. So so yeah no it does not like I, I'm sure what your friend is basically saying is that like oh you know when they rub together they sharpen each other and everything. That, no. that that's not the case. No, no. It, they they go dull and. Uh, and you also do not want to use it for something other than cigars. So, no. like, and I've seen know, people do that. Don't try and clip something else with yes. it because that will quickly um, damage the blade as well. So, looks like we have one more call from Kingston here. Hey, uh, not some long, convoluted, or intricate message. This is Kingston from Wyoming again. Kingston. You guys are talking about TV shows. And I promise I'll stop calling after this. But uh, don't stop. Have you ever looked at the show Letter Kenny? L e t t e r k e n n y. Oh my god! Canadian show. Anyway, check out the trailer for that on the YouTube. And I don't know. I think it might be up your alley. And if you don't like it, well, you know, don't fuck yourself, I guess. But uh, <laughs> love you guys. Talk uh, soon. And stay smoky. Nick. Bye-bye. Nick actually introduced me to Letterkenny. Dude, I have been slowly making my way through it on Hulu. Um, I think I'm in like season five, but I love Letterkenny. And, uh, you know. If you I, hear us make the reference on the show, your 10 ply. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's because you're soft. Soft. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Go give your balls a tug there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Shorzy. Shorzy. I love Shorzy. The only problem <laughs> with letter kenning. Is you can't have anything else going on around Just you. Just turn you on have, the goddamn subtitles. You have to, yeah, because I've never had that problem. You have complained about it, but I've got Addie and Kristen, and the dogs are barking, and you know, there's just sometimes a lot going on, and it's hard to concentrate because you have to really pay attention to that Canadian accent. Yeah, I mean, there's worse. Like if you watch this show. Um, Dairy Girls, D E R R Y Dairy Girls. Never heard of on it. Netflix. It's funny, but these girls are up in like I think it's like Ireland or something like that. And it's like mm. in the nineties. And holy Thick. crap. Thick accents. I have got to turn I do have to turn on the subtitles for that. Yeah. It's very thick. And and I don't need it like all the time, but every once in a while there's a word that comes along and I'm like, wait, what? And I have to check it. But um Letterkenny I haven't had to do the subtitles. You have, but whatever. Yeah. But no, I love Letterkenny, man. It's a good show. So it's, no. Yeah, it's chock full of ignorance, guys. Good, you'll like it. Good recommendation on the show. There. Thank you, Kingston. All right. Next call here. What's up, guys? It's Alan. Uh quick question. What would be your most hardest moment to endure that you've done on the podcast? Like what moment just cringed you from the inside out. I'll start. Mine was listening to Nick and Nick talk about that fucking bullshit Tony Soprano's movie for like 20 minutes last week. <laughs> Fuck, what a shit show. Amen. All right, guys, you have a good day. I heard a new phrase the other day, and What's I plan that? on introducing it in the lexicon. He said shit show. Okay. But I think it needs to be taken one step further. It's a shit show at the fuck factory. Well, that just goes up a notch. I loved it, and, and I plan and on introducing it. That more does in my describe your talk with Gervais. About okay, look, it was two nerds that went way too deep into the Sopranos movie. I fully admit that. I nodded off for a period of but time. But let's be real. There are some listeners that do like the Sopranos, and I'm sure some of them got something out of that. Alan, most obviously, was not one. And you I know think what? both of them had a good time listening to it. You know what? Piss off. <laughs> Me- you're the one coming along <laughs> with 10 minutes worth of, like, don't let your dog chew gum it afterwards. It is a public service you announcement know? because your dog can die from gum. Mm-hmm. And they don't tell you that on the side of the icebreaker package. Why would they? It's toxic to dogs. But, dude, like... They should have to put that on there. Why? Because... They're not selling it to dogs. You know what? I didn't know it was toxic to dogs till he ate it nobody and we looked gives it up. dogs gum i didn't give him gummy keller surfed it well that's your problem and ate an entire like giant plastic package full anyway of it. alan you want the answer to this of what is the thing the one part of the podcast that just you know is the m- most difficult for me to get through it's the podcast <laughs> <laughs> You got me there. That was good. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Um, but yet, yet he has to do two a week. I mean, he's a glutton for punishment. What are you going to do? I see potential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a Boy, there's one interview that I could say right now was just, uh, was painful to get through. You're going to dog on a guest? I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not going to say who it was. But but there was one interview. Was it Trey Mac? No, 
I'm not answering any of these, okay? Stop it. I'm serious. Because, no. But there was one interview that... Was it Oscar? Stop it. No. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) That was kind of painful to get through. Perdomo. You... You should know what it is. I don't know. I don't remember. Was it that friend of yours that does cartoons? No. He was good. Why are you dogging on him? I like Graham Nolan. No. And actually, big congratulations to him. He's getting ready for his daughter to get married here soon. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. He's been busy uh, putting together his next creative own pro- or creator-owned project, uh, Alien Alamo, and uh, everything. But he's got his uh, daughter's wedding coming up here in the next couple weeks. So, Very cool. No, big congratulations, congratulations to him. No, I'm going to double down on this. And I've been throwing out names because all the people I threw out are people that we really had a good time interviewing. Yeah. But you know me. I have I a radio I am not going to answer this, dude. No, I'm, I'm not, not going to. No. Okay. I'm completely diverting away from you. Okay, good. And the interview that you want to shit on. I'm, a, I'm just, what I'm talking about. You had good information. It was just kind of like, oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> but I'm getting to that. So I, I've done a radio show. You know that. I've done a daily radio show. Mm-hmm. I don't do it anymore because I took on some other responsibilities, and it, it cut the time for that. But FCC told him he couldn't. <laughs> there was no ruling. There were lawsuits. Anyway. <laughs> there was no ruling <laughs> as of yet. Um, it, it's, litigation is still in you know, you know process. Anyway. So, no, but that's one of those things where... You know, you're doing an interview show five days a week, and you've got to have five people come on, and you've got to have them talk and be interesting. And, like, there are a couple of guests that I look back on that I had on the sh- on the radio show, and they'd give me yes and no answers. Yeah. And it's like, holy God, guys, we've got an hour to oh, fill. Oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, there's a second one that I'm like, <laughs> is there? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, if you're getting interviewed. There's at least, there's two right off the top of my head that I'm just like, man, those were rough you gotta work at them yeah and you know that's the only thing that i'll say to anybody in the listening audience if you're getting interviewed elaborate mm-hmm. you know especially if you're on a show that's got time elaborate yeah Don't, this yes, is your moment no. this is your moment talk yeah i've asked questions before and i've heard the person say, oh, i don't really know yeah <laughs> like, oh my god well we're gonna go to commercial now. Say, <laughs> yeah. It's like you're you're here to talk about this. You should know. Kind of like you in the beginning of the show, and you're just like, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> well, the beauty of the podcast, which circles is, back to my first answer, the hardest part about this podcast is, is me. The podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the problem, okay? Or here's the beauty of a podcast versus the radio. Mm-hmm. The radio, you've got hard breaks. You've got. You know, you're you have to do your uh, ID at the top of the hour. You're gonna have news come up, you know, at at nine a.m. to nine oh four, nine oh five, whatever it runs. You're gonna have a set of commercials, and then you've got fixed breaks, you know, during the show. So you've got to work to those breaks and then take them so you're you don't mess your clocks up and get way off. Yeah, and it's one of those things where. On the podcast, we're just loosey-goosey. If we Very talk for so. 35 minutes, we talk for 35 minutes. If we talk for two hours, we talk for two hours. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing set in stone here, which makes it a lot easier to just kind of riff and talk and see where the conversation But when leads. you're aiming to go for at minimum an hour and... Uh, but why do we have to be an hour? Because you got to give people enough time to sit and smoke a cigar. They're not paying that, for it. No. My contention is that this show needs to be at least long enough for somebody to sit down and have a full cigar with us. And I would say if they were paying for it, then yeah. That's shitty, Jeff. (laughs) 
That's really shitty. I'm just saying. This is the fundamental difference between the two of us. When we're out of stuff to talk about, we're out of stuff to talk about. I mean, it just happens. There's plenty of things to talk about. You just aren't looking hard enough. You don't put in the effort. Are you saying I don't put in the man hours? You don't put in the man hours. (laughs) There's plenty of things to talk about. You just don't put in the effort. And I'm waiting for that ash to nuke your wrist. You know what? Look at it. Look how pretty that is. He hasn't ashed yet. It's crooked. It wants to fall off in the worst possible way, and at some point it's going to party foul all over his wrist, and I just want to see it. It's still hanging on. Anyway. I'm not going to ash now. We're going to wait and see how long it takes. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad for you. There you go. Do we have another call? Oh, yeah. There's a few more. Good deal. All right. Next call here. Hey, it's me. No calls last week. First off, you're saying the number too damn fast. 863-874-0000. Say it slowly. 863-874-0000. 863-874-0000. That's 863-874-0000, which Mr. Jonathan would say is exactly what this podcast is worth, 0000. See, that's how somebody's going to remember it. But I, on the other hand, think there's real potential here, especially with Nick. Gator, on the other hand, needs a little more attention, but let's improve it. Hold on a second. Have I reached a level already to say it's me? Who am I? It's me. You know who I am. You bring me up all the time, so you know exactly who I am. Ask the boys. No calls last week, so Gervais does all three calls. Don't you have any friends? Yes, you do. The Cigar Authority. They are your only friend. I'm going to ask the boys. So let's get to some hard-hitting questions, and I got three of them. You can use all of them as a call, and boom, you got all three for this week. Or you can separate them. Whatever you want to do. I got three questions. Here they go. Question number one. If you are suddenly arrested for no reason and your face was flashing all over the news, what would your family and friends assume that you did? Now, you can pause right now and answer that question, or you can listen to the rest of this babble. All right. We're going to pause. Have a okay. First of all, we want to thank Barry for calling in. <laughs> That was that's, that's for taking a shot at me right there, Dave. That's Dave Garofalo. That's the Cigar Authority right there, buddy. Out of nowhere, I'm sitting here just like, holy crap, I know that voice. Um, wow, that's, that's awesome, That dude. is awesome. Thank you for calling and, in, And he's man. right. I do say the phone number too fast. Um, anyway, <laughs> so Jeff, if you were arrested and your face is everywhere, what is everybody going to assume you did? You know, the problem is... I don't think they'd be able to lock in on one thing. I think there would be a myriad of answers. Okay. What about you? See, well, I think we ought to answer for the other one. Okay. I think that that, that would be more appropriate because, okay. you know, in terms of, for you, all right, if it were you and I saw your face plastered everywhere, it would depend on one of two things. Okay. Did you get a fatal diagnosis? If you got a fatal diagnosis... It's straight up just like mass shooting. Oh, I've got an enemy's because, list. Yeah. Because I you've said list. to me way too many times that if you get a bad diagnosis, other people are going down with you. Oh, dude, I am going to thin out the community. Now, if it's not a fatal diagnosis, I'm going to assume it's some sort of indecent exposure charge because you've been going someplace naked. That's fair. It's just my thought. Likely. you know, Both. Both. You know, let's be honest, aren't out of the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. Now, you, on the other hand, I would just assume it's some sort of sexual deviancy because I know what? you. What? 
I actually would have thought that somebody would have probably gone for some sort of more of a, a white collar thing. Like maybe I was embezzling something or doing something like that. You don't have enough money to embezzle. This is true. I know your business. Hence the, hence the reason I would. <laughs> I'm in the same business you are. There's no money left to hence, embezzle. Hence the reason I would be like attempting something like that. <laughs> We're but, journalists. You there's, know, but, there's nothing in the coffers. Let's okay. be honest. So, okay. Yeah. So you're really going to settle in on some sort of sexual deviancy? Oh, yeah. It's a matter of time. Asshole. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the call here. Question number two right here. Question number two. How many chickens would it take to be able to kill a gator? Okay. Okay, first of all, the chickens ain't taking me out. I'm taking oh, out the chickens. I don't, know. I don't know. Oh, no, no. I've battled some really mean cocks in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about your days. <laughs> You know, down in Juarez. Down in, <laughs> no, no, on the back roads of Southern Illinois with your boyfriends. But um, did I ever you know. tell you about the time <laughs> that the the big white rooster we had attacked? Daddy? Oh my god, I've heard this story before. I don't know if you've said it on the podcast or not. So but. I'm I'm in the pen, and we used to have at the farm. We used to have a lot of chickens, and when I say a lot of chickens, I mean like thirty five, forty chickens. Okay, okay. We used to raise quail and pheasant too. That's a whole different thing. So I'm, I'm in the pen and I'm feeding the chickens and we have this white rooster that's out because he was fighting with the rooster that was in, in the coop. So we let him out and he's kind of free ranging, but that way the two roosters don't kill each other, which is what was coming because mm-hmm. they were fighting over the ladies. You know how boys are. We fight over the ladies. We do. And so Addie has found the white rooster and is intrigued by the white rooster. And at the time she's maybe four you know, and four or five years old. Let me also stop. Okay. As your child has the unnatural superpower to find anybody's buttons and just jam on them that's to true. piss them off. That's true. Now, what she doesn't understand is that's not a good thing to do to an animal because unlike a human being, they can have the mental forethought to restrain itself and not attack her. An animal is not going to do that. Oh, no. It went it went all feral on her. Mm-hmm. So she... She has it pinned in, we have a walkway in between our two flight cages that we have for the pheasants and, you know, quail, and we have the chickens in now. She gets this rooster kind of pinned in there, and I said, Addie, you need to back away from that rooster. And she, you know, she's like me. She's just like, fuck that, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And she takes a step towards it, and I watched that rooster turn sideways, and I'm like, Addie, get away from that rooster. She just looks at me and grins grins from ear to ear and takes another step towards it and it drops its wing now anybody any farm kid knows what's about to happen Mm -hmm. she didn't and i said Addie, get away from that rooster it's going to and at that moment before i could get out flog you she takes another step towards it smiling at me from ear to ear and that son of a bitch jumps up and kicks her in the chest with both feet and knocks her backwards and her face just like holy shit. Yeah, well. And takes off running. Well, what's the worst thing you can do from a wild animal? Run away. Exactly. That rooster chased her down, jumped on her back, and was flogging her and knocks her down to the ground. And I come running out of the pen. This rooster's got her to the ground. He would have killed her. Honestly, yeah. she was small enough. He would have really. You really her. think this would have been like one of these moments in her life that would have impressed upon her? Maybe I should listen to my father. <laughs> That's not how this worked. No, out. Oh, no, and no, no. About the time I got to it, I drop kicked this thing like I was punting the football, you know, downfield, and <laughs> that bird <laughs> takes flight up in the air, and it probably lifts <laughs> about 
<laughs> oh, eight to ten feet off the ground, and feathers just go everywhere, like like a pillow fight, like in a movie, yeah, where somebody busts the pillow and feathers just go everywhere. Nice. I this chicken exploded. Nice. And then is walking around looking at me like, what the hell? And I'm thinking you were trying to kill my kid. In all fairness, she started it. She did start it, but I had to finish it. I get it. What yeah. happened to that rooster? We named him Dumpling. <laughs> and speaking, speaking of chicken and dumplings. And it wasn't that that long later that he became Dumpling. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, that's that's the best thing to do with an old tough old rooster. Just parboil him up and make dumplings. See, okay. One chicken's obviously not going to be enough to answer Dave's question. I, I, I'm thinking 50 plus. The thing about the chickens 50 are, plus chickens. They got to be able to get me down. They got to swarm you. Yeah. That's why I'm saying 50 plus chickens. But they have to be, okay, they've got to be organized. Oh, yeah. They've got to have some sort of plan. No, they just yeah. need to swarm you. It's it's a zombie effect. It's just It's a swarm. No. They just need to take you down. No, 50 chickens could not take me out. 50 chickens. No, I don't think so. Well, let's go find 50 chickens. We're in southern Illinois. We can find 50 chickens. <laughs> 50 chickens on the street That's if what we I'm saying. look hard enough. We can find 50 chickens. I bet you. I'm I, saying. 50 chickens. They have down to have gator. an organized plan. Maybe some sort of flanking maneuver. 50 chickens takes down gator. <laughs> they prepare a phalanx. A phalanx? Is that a phalanx? I know what word you're trying to say, but I don't. Know. I don't know if I've ever heard it said, so I don't know if you I know. You see how them to march it. forward, and then they all put their, yeah. you know, their shields up together as yeah. one unit, like yeah. Roman type. Style. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's what it's going to take. Is something along those lines. I don't think so. Yeah. I think you're soft and doughy and not moving very fast. The, so the I'm me- contending fifty chickens. The meanest rooster we ever possibly had. less, depending. If they're chickens, one thing. If they're roosters, that's probably less. Yeah, you need the roosters are the ones that'll do damage. Chickens yeah. will normally leave you alone. They're pretty docile, but they're uh, they're essentially just little dinosaurs. Okay. Well, yes, that's all they are. Now we're getting into all that, but we still have more from well, Mr. Well, what I was going to say anyway. is the meanest rooster we ever had. I actually, my dad and I netted him, and he was oh he was oh god he was mad. And he'd been flogging my dad. He'd been flogging the neighbors when they'd walk down. I mean, he was just a mean rooster. Mm-hmm. And Dad and I got him down. And Dad got out the, uh, it, basically, it was an electric saw. And we Oh, took, my God. We took his barbs off. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this. Roosters have barbs that will stick out the back of their leg. Yes. And some of those things will get like an inch, two inches long. Yes. I mean, they're huge and they're sharp. Yes. And they'll cut you. Yeah. Pretty sure it was a goose. Is it a goose or a swan? They have like a barb on their wing. So when they're flapping and they hit you with the wings, I, they can uh, cut you. I've never had a goose cut me. I've, I've, I mean, I've shot a lot of geese. I mean, I, I grew up goose hunting, but I've never had a goose barb me. So I can't say that it was a it's goose. one or the other. Because I remember. If they have one, I've never experienced it. Because I remember I had a period of time. About 10 years, eh, 15 years ago, I guess now at this point, that I was going up to the park and feeding the the ducks and the whatnot and everything. But it was one of those birds, either a goose or a swan. And it was pissed off. And I looked into it and it's like, yeah, that well, thing could really mess me well, up. Well, the swans, like the trumpeter swans, yeah. which I saw a flock of this week um, flying over Centralia, Illinois, of all things, on Saturday. Um, they're gorgeous, big, beautiful birds. They're endangered. I mean, you can't hunt them or anything. But they, they stand maybe like three, four foot tall, and they have like an eight foot wingspan. No, they, they can mess you up. Yeah. 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 They're ginormous. Okay. But well, I don't know if they have any, 
You know, I don't know if they're carrying around their own little shank. Twenty-five roosters, fifty chickens. That's my that's my minimum level. More roosters than twenty-five could definitely do it. More chickens than fifty could now, definitely. Now I do will it. tell you though, hogs. That's a different story. Well, yeah, those sons of bitches will kill you and eat you. And there's nothing that they're finding of you at no. that point. It take the chickens a while to strip the bones, but the hogs will just eat you. We're not talking about disappearing you. We're just talking about taking you down. Well, I'm just saying, you know. You took that a little darker. I mean, I've, I've watched the Silence of the Lamb series. I know what happens. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, here's more from Mr. Garofalo. And the last one, the toughest one of all, question number three. Brushing your teeth or wiping your butt? You have to give up one. Which one would you be and why? Hey, that's it. It's me, and I'm just trying to help. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> We really do appreciate. You know, I what? can't say how much I appreciated this call. You know, I agree. That and is so nice of you. You and I need to do a speak pipe, or, or steam pipe, or whatever the fuck it is he calls that thing. A steam pipe? What? Is He's that- got that little voice in the mail line for the authority. Okay, I think it's the speak pipe. We'll we'll have to reciprocate. We, we will. Um, we'll have to put our thinking cap on. Um, <laughs> anyway, as for the brushing the te- teeth or wiping your ass. Uh, well, Jeff has already pretty much given up wiping his ass, so, I mean... That's why, that's why bidet. And, and Think about how and much... Get, given how much we have talked about bideting on this show, I would have to say, more than likely, I would also give up wiping my ass, because um, if I have the option of bideting, I mean, there's that. I don't have another option for brushing my teeth. No. And you definitely don't want to wipe your teeth and brush your ass. No, well, no. no. <laughs> I mean, that's not the question. But, but like, given the amount of cigars that we smoke mm-hmm. and everything else, it's like, yeah, you got you got to be able to brush your teeth. Did you ever see the Seinfeld episode? And I know you haven't because you don't watch it. Hmm. Have you ever seen the Seinfeld episode where Kramer put the cigar lounge in his apartment? I have not. It's the funniest thing. So at one point, he comes over to Jerry's. And he's he's formed the cigar lounge, and all these guys are in there smoking. And he opens the door, and smoke just billows out of his apartment. Mm-hmm. And he comes over to Jerry's, and Jerry's looking at him. He's like, what's wrong with you? And his face is all, like, drawn. Like, they've makeup him up really yeah. to look really bad. And his teeth are all brown. And Jerry's like, you've, you've done, like, a lifetime worth of smoking in a week. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Kramer looks at him and goes, oh, look away, I'm hideous. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Now, did you ever see the crossover between Seinfeld and Mad About You? What? Yes. So Paul Reiser, obviously, was on Mad About You. Yeah, with, with Helen uh, Hunt. With Helen Hunt. Yeah. And Kramer knocks on the door. And come to find out, Paul Reiser, he owns the building that Kramer lives in. What? They're friends. And basically, like... Paul Reiser lets him live there like rent free or something like that, and that's how Kramer never has to worry about rent. Okay, I've I did not know this was a thing. That's Boom. awesome. I just blew your mind. You did. There you go. You did. Crossover. Just look it up. Really? If you Google that, you'll find it. Okay. There's a Mad About You Seinfeld crossover. Well, if you if you Google the scene I'm talking about with Kramer and the cigars, yeah. there's a blooper reel of that where they're trying to get through Look Away I'm Hideous. Mm-hmm. And they just Jerry just loses his shit nice while kramer and kramer was actually very very professional on the show and did not like it when they would break up you know like break and you know cut up 
and like he's like annoyed like okay let's get through this and like everybody else you know and, and then just and, can't oh just yeah everybody's losing it nice. the cast and crew everybody well well there we go well dave seriously man I, that, was that meant a lot buddy an unexpected treat really appreciate the call okay and i'll have to take note that i need to slow down the uh the phone number there so anyway moving on next question here Hey, Nick, this is listener Joe. Um, just started listening to you guys lately, and, uh, well, I thought, I thought, Nick, you were Chumley, but, uh, when I went to look at you, you're not a, you're not bad looking like Chumley, so, so kudos on that, but, uh, I want to get your thoughts on the Leaf by Oscar Connecticut. I recently smoked that. I wasn't a huge fan. I liked the way it was packaged, but, uh, I don't know, it just, it, it, I guess it wasn't my cup of tea. I uh, just would love to hear your thoughts on it. Stay smoky, boys. Apparently, he was making a turn because you could hear the blinker the whole time I couldn't hear through the, the blinker, call. But Chumley, you, I get it. Actually, what you have a Chumley like appearance? I do. He said I actually don't look like Chumley. Oh, I actually apparently see it, now it must that be you, the voice. I've never and thought about it before. I don't look like Chumley. A little bit, not really. A little bit. Anyway, mm. um, all right. Well, I like Chumley. Um, as for the Leap by Oscar Connecticut, it's look, a good stick. It's a good Connecticut. Yeah. But, Joe, if Connecticut is not, like, you know, your wheelhouse, then, yeah, it's probably not going to do as much for you. Um, the pack, but they've also got it in Corojo and also in... Uh, I was going to say, it's in Maduro, it's in yep. Corojo, it's in um, uh, Sumatra. Mm-hmm. The Sumatra's good. The Sumatra is good. I don't know. I don't know if it's just those four... I'm, Those are the only four I can think of. Uh, Habano would be the only other one that I, I don't remember. Habano. But I don't know if yeah. there is a Habano. But um, but no, d- dude, try the other ones. I mean, you know, don't give up just with the Connecticut. I mean, if Connecticut's not your wheelhouse, then yeah, it's probably not going to, you know, blow your skirt up. But no, I, but I, I actually s- really like it as a as a too. super basic creamy Connecticut cigar. I think the Leaf by Oscar it will is, get a little bitter in the back third. You yeah. know, in the final third. But I will say. One thing, and I've talked to shop owners about this, and I'm sure Joe got this, but some people don't know to take the outer leaf off. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah, and but I've had shop owners tell me that, that people are trying to smoke he ma- it. He mentioned the packaging, so I'm assuming that <coughs> by mentioning the packaging, he knows that that was supposed to come off. Yeah. So... Yeah, but yeah, I've talked to shop owners that tell me they've seen people try to light it up with. Yeah, that you on. don't want to light it no. up with that on. No, I that's mean, a shirt burner. Oh, intensely all day. But you but, know, the, but he's right. The packaging on that does attract people to it. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, it's, it's cool. It's, it's a different type of uh, packaging. It's really unique. And I mean, you know, going back one call to Dave, Mister Jonathan, when he saw it at the trade show, he was like, "We need that." You know, that's that's like the mm-hmm. gimmick that they need it and. It was a it was a home run for them. So I mean, look, it's it's a good cigar. The other fun thing about it, yeah. Did you know that the band? I did know this, but is it, actually made out of tobacco paper. Yeah, but you don't want to smoke that either. No, no, you do it, not. It smells horribly yes. when you light it up. But it is tobacco that's been made. You know, basically like a paper. What would you call it? Paper mache? Kind of. I don't even know what you'd. It's it's like it's pulp. a tobacco pulp that they've made yeah. into paper. Yeah. So really cool. Indeed. Before we go any further here, we have another call here from uh, listener Joe. What are you uh, getting on the uh, ATL Magic? It's good. It's starting to spice up. I'm going to say I'm probably near getting close to the end of the second third. 
You're now and, see, um, and I was ahead of you earlier, and I'm behind now. You you've moved ahead of me somehow. I mean, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Weird. Whatever. But you've slowed down even more. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's do a retro ro- real quick. Okay, we can do on, a go retro. For go for it. You go, and you know, I'll cash out. Oh, that peppered up significantly. <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah. Oh my. Significantly. Oh my. Yeah. That's a whole thing. I've got a void. Oh, do you? Little one? Yeah, I got a little one. I mean, it's just something that's been happening with cigars lately. It's not impacting the draw too much, but I do have a slight little void that just developed. I've noticed it more in the last six months than I've noticed it ever before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know what that is. I don't know what the the reason is. Wait, more in the last six months? I started noticing it about a year ago. It was about this time last yeah, year. Yeah, maybe it's been longer. But it was about this time last year, and there was one cigar in particular that I will not name. Mm, um, I remember. You're and, right. It has been longer. And it was about this time last year, I smoked at least a half dozen of those cigars, because I kept thinking, oh, it's not. It, it was just the one. It was just the one. Then it was just the two. Then it was just the two. By the time it was just the six, that's when I'm like, all right, I'm done with that. And I haven't, I wonder, sm- I wonder I haven't smoked another like- one since. A certain leaf that that's in the filler is just burning quicker, or what? I don't know what causes. I don't know, it. man. It doesn't seem like that. It seems like because it's like a perfectly little voided out pocket, just like a little. It just seems tunnel. like just one little area that yeah. you know the roller just happened to miss, and um, I don't know. It's unfortunate, but I have not experienced I, that. I've on mine. experienced it on a lot of different cigars, not just this one. Yeah, you know, it's oh it's, no, it's been common lately. It's been has been common, and I mean. I mean, I power through. It's a COVID thing. It's got to be a COVID thing somehow. I just yeah. don't know what it is. I don't know if they're just speeding up production or what the deal is, but I would say that it has to be a COVID thing. So, yeah. all right, moving on to our next question here from listener Joe. Chumley, Gator, caller Joe again. <laughs> God damn it. Listen to your Friday, uh, Friday <laughs> podcast here. Please, please refrain from any charcuterie boards. In the future, I just, I, uh, yeah, I don't know why, but that, it's, it's freaking me out. It's making me uncomfortable hearing your lips smack together on the, uh, the old charcuterie board. Ah, I made my girlfriend a charcuterie board, like, from scratch, and wood and everything for her birthday, but, uh, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm no stranger to the board. Just, uh, a little bit strange on the ears, boys. They <laughs> think. It it entertained us it great, so much. Greatly entertained it really us. Did. Oh my god. All mm. right. Well, we got one more call here. And I probably and Gator and, and in the morning. You know what? I, I promise nothing on the charcuterie board thing because No, we're gonna do at least one we more. We have with to do Pinky. at least one more with We've Pinky. Promised. I was gonna say that has to happen. We've Pinky promised. Well, and let's be real, we have to do it in a proper manner where we're actually like trying the different things with the cigar and you know and not just and a not free just, for all and not just a free for all. I mean We turned your you're bored into a buffet the well, other day. Well, you know what happened. You and I were both hungry, and mm-hmm. we just used it as, an excuse, as a good excuse. So. We nearly ate the uh, little leaf board it was made out of, too. Pre- pretty much. Yeah. But we we only we didn't leave much. So No, we really didn't. Yep. So All right, last question I, here. As I recall, there were two pieces of cheddar. One piece of salami. I think that and was And a it. strawberry. Oh, that's right. And I ate all of that after you left. <laughs> I let you have the kiwi. <laughs> Kiwi was all yours. You'd marked it. I didn't. Anyway. 
Hey guys, it's Rob. Just wanted hey, Rob. Uh, to give you my question for this week's Ask the Boys. Following up on the Shatner nerd episode, we're going to call it. <laughs> it was definitely. What is your favorite sci-fi, nerdy, comedy, space show uh, of all of them? Any, any kind of time frame, anything like that. What is your favorite? Look forward to hearing the answer. Have a good one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. You can go ahead. Red Dwarf. You are nerding out now. God, I love the Red Dwarf so much. If you guys haven't seen it, seek it out. It used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. I used to race home every Sunday night from church. I'd be like begging mom and dad. They're wanting to talk and, you know, <clears throat> have their have their social time after church with the friends and family there. And I'm like, guys, we got to get home. Red Dwarf's coming on. <laughs> Because they played Red Dwarf every Sunday night on Channel 8 in Carbondale. Yeah. And we would, Channel 8 or Channel 9, it was one of the PBS stations. PBS thing. And I would race home, and I was just addicted to watching Red Dwarf. Okay. And it's so funny. Rimmer and Lister, and, you know, you've got, uh, oh, Cat. I mean, it's just, it's the, and it, it's just the greatest show. Okay. Crichton. Did you ever watch it? I've seen some of it. Okay, I'm not so the, you at least I'm not, know what I'm talking about. I'm not about. the giant fan that you are. The computer was Holly. Yeah, I'm yeah. not the giant I think it was fan Holly. you are. I might um, be wrong on the computer name now that I say that. I don't know. I'm like sitting here, I'm like struggling because there's a certain like quaint quality to old school Star Trek. Yeah, but you can't really say it was necessarily a comedy. Well, I don't think he's necessarily asking. I think that was the exact question. Well, he said Star there's um sci-fi, sci-fi sci-fi comedy yeah you know that kind of thing i mean i haven't seen the orville i hear good things but i hear great things about the orville but i haven't seen the orville it's like the star trek that wasn't um it's the best star trek out there that isn't star trek boy i'll tell you what the what right now right now current in production the best star trek is is lower decks you love that that Dude, cartoon you haven't given it nearly the attention that it needs to be given I just could. It I don't get so into cartoons a lot. Good. I mean, and if it's not Family Guy or I'm The Simpsons, you, I'm telling you, you haven't given it nearly I've tried, enough though. credit. I've watched the episodes you've told me to, and I haven't got hooked. Not nearly enough credit. It's way better than any other Star Trek currently being produced. You think? Yeah. You better than Picard. Yep. Picard was good. Picard was good. Lower decks. Better. I mean, it had Jerry Ryan in it. How could it be bad? Lower decks better. I'm Jerry Ryan you. was the only redeeming quality of Voyager. I'll tell you that right now. Mm. What, See, are you, what are you going to say, Chakotay? No, I I didn't watch Voyager, <laughs> but um, you know I'm sitting here. I'm just like there's a certain quaintness to the old school Trek. Um, you know, Next Generation. I have a lot of love for Next Generation, but I will be the first one to say there's a lot of really stinker episodes okay. in and amongst Next Generation. And I hate to say there's this, some really bad ones, but I didn't realize quite how bad Next Gen actually was. Until I listened to that, uh, The Greatest Generation. Yeah. And they point out all the, like, goofiness and heinous parts of the show. And I'm like, oh my god, they're right. Because I've... Yeah, there's... there's Pluto, right now, has a Star Trek channel. And it just plays next gen over and over and over. And I'm like, oh my god. They they were trying to be so cerebral about it. Yeah. And, and unless you get into the Borg episodes. Or, 
Some of the episodes are really good, but yeah. man, there's some of them that are just like the oh, ones where God. they're battling and stuff. I yeah. really enjoy, but most of them are real brainiac kind of things that you know. Looking back on, don't really stand the test of time. As much as I hate to say it, Next Gen got good after Gene Roddenberry died. Whoa! You know why? Because he wasn't looking over it anymore, and then suddenly you had more action, you had more stuff going on. Was he the one that took it cerebral? He wanted to make it more of a cerebral thing. I've watched. Yeah. I've actually watched that's a documentary why, about that's this. That's why early seasons. Now that you say that. That's why early seasons are more basic, and it was near the back half of the show's Where run. Where it took off. That it started taking off more. Yeah. Seasons four through seven yeah. are infinitely better than seasons one through three. Well, the whole the whole thing, like like the pilot episode, Encounter at Farpoint, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, God, I've had enough of Q. And they kept bringing him back. They're going to bring him Some, back from Picard. Q's not bad. Oh, Q's annoying. I like Q. <sighs> Q's not bad. I mean, I like the actor. I just didn't like the character. Deep Space Nine. Look, I really like Deep Space Nine. But best episode of Deep Space Nine was well. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say the one where they go back in time with the Tribbles. It's phenomenal. But um, but what I'll say is Deep Space Nine didn't get good until there are two ways you can tell a good Deep Space Nine episode. Do they have the Defiant? And yeah. has Cisco shaved his head? Because that's when he got badass. It's when Cisco got the goatee and shaved his head. Yep. And when they got the Defiant, that's when you can you can mark the series and say. If those two things are there, past that, it's good. Because now you're getting into the Dominion War. And, dude, as a, like, junior high kid yeah. watching the Dominion War, I mean, I was geeking out. Because it's, like, it's everything you ever wanted from Star Trek. It's all these yep. sh- ships showing up. You got space battles going on. You got you got treaties going on with the Klingons and the Romulans to help fight this war and everything. Yep. I mean, it was badassery, like, on full display right there. You know what I hated on Deep Space Nine? What? That, that like, priestess woman or whatever from Bajoran, mm-hmm. the, the Bajoran lady. Mm-hmm. God, I don't even know her name, but it was like, oh, my God, make her go away. I didn't like Kira. You didn't like Kira? Yeah, she always bugged me. There's always one person in the cast that kind of bug you. Troy bugged the hell out of me on Next Gen. Yeah, I get that. Um, Kira bugged the hell out of me on Deep Space Nine. There's a lot of characters that bugged the hell out of me on Voyager. Um but by and large... That was the whole cast except for Jerry Ryan on Voyager. I like the Doctor. Oh, okay. Picardo? Yeah. 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 But, no, I he just... He makes an appearance in one of the movies, too. He does. Yeah. First Contact. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Look at you. The Borg. They brought him up. And yep. he's like, oh, my. You know, everything. <laughs> but, yeah. But I'm going to go out of the left field. We're talking Star Trek. You know what I think my favorite sci-fi show is? What? Old school Twilight Zone. Like the old black and white? Yeah. The, Rod, the, Rod the pig Serling. face? Rod Serling. That episode with the pig faces. Oh, my God. Rod yeah. Serling, just old school Twilight Zone. Yeah. That right there. Because, dude, they did so much cool shit on that show. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had the one with Burgess Meredith where he was the like little man that just wanted more time to read. And as soon as he gets the time because of the nuclear blast and everything, suddenly he breaks his glasses. And he can't read. You know, well, that's and, depressing and, as fuck. I mean, I'm telling you, man, I loved that show. <laughs> every, it really was good. I'm wanting to say it's every New Year's Sci-Fi Channel does a marathon. Oh, do they really? Oh, dude. I love Twilight Zone. Old yeah. school. And I really had high hopes for the new Twilight Zone. Didn't cut it. Um, there's been two seasons of it so far on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. 
It got a little preachy, political. So, oh, the first season was so politically preachy. There were maybe like two episodes out of that season that I liked. The second season was better about the political preachiness, but it still was not. I don't know. It's just not as good. Yeah. It's it's just man. Give me give me the old school uh, uh, Twilight Zone. And okay, I'm, and I'm there. So if you're gonna mention Twilight Zone, I've got to bring up Tales from the Crypt. I like Tales from the Crypt. I loved Tales from the Crypt. I like Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. It's still fun to go back and watch those over when you can find them. Yeah, that's a show that I'm kind of surprised hasn't been redone. Like, I'm kind of surprised that, like, HBO or somebody hasn't gone back to that well and tried to do that again. Yeah. Because that was really popular for quite some time. Now, a new new sci-fi that I really like, and I've talked about it on here a lot, is Resident Alien. Mm. And season two is coming out. I sent you the trailer thing yeah. for the season two. Yeah. Dude, you haven't watched it yet? No, I haven't have watched it yet. You gotta watch it. It's on my list. No, move it to the top of it's the list. It's on my it's list. It's so good. I started a show two nights ago, and I'm not gonna lie, I don't know if I'm gonna keep on it. What is it? Uh, it's called Succession on HBO. Never heard of it. And it was being billed as like, if you like the Sopranos and all the like inner family drama and blah, blah, blah and all that. You know, but eh, it's got, um, oh, he's been a bunch of stuff, but he was uh striker in X-Men 2. Mm. He plays the dad who's also the CEO and owner of this like media company. And they own like all these. This, well, that would be up our alley. And, um, well, he's like old. And so his kids are kind of jockeying for position of who's going to like get the company kind of thing and everything. It's just not as compelling. Hmm. Like the first, you go back and you watch that first episode of The Sopranos, and like there's enough there that like you get a feel for the for the universe, the feel for the show, and you get a feel for like okay, this is the different ways it could go and all that. This one, it just was, it's the same thing. I mean, it set it up. I mean, I know who some of the players are. I know kind of their, you know, kind of. I could give you little basics of like, oh, this guy is this guy and blah 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 and all that. But I just. I just don't care enough. Yeah. You haven't got invested. No. And and some people are the type, oh, you got to watch a couple episodes to get into it. If I've got to watch a couple episodes to get into it, then I don't feel like it's done a good job. That first episode should be something that hooks me in and makes me want to watch another episode of yeah. it. And I didn't really want to watch another episode of Succession. So, oh, okay. you know, I mean, I might give it another episode or two just to see, but... Nah. See if it gets its barbs into you. Odds are good. I'm probably not. Yeah. I'm so. telling you, dude, Resident Alien is is probably one of the best shows that's come out in the last five years. Okay. By far. All right, then. Well, there you go. So is that the end of Ask the that Boys? That would be the end of Ask the Boys. And, uh, guys, you can get your calls into us Slow by, it calling, down. Slow by it calling down. the hotline at area code 863-8. Seven, four, zero, 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 zero. That was obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of on purpose. Anyway, get, get your questions into us, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about it. I mean, whatever. We like questions. A big so. shout out to our uh, brother of the leaf there, uh, Dave Garofalo, Dave for calling in from the Cigar Authority. Thank you, Dave. All right, so 
I am down to the final third of my ATL magic. I'm just a little behind you there. Where? What are you getting on it? It's it's ramped up in the final third. I'm getting a little more pepper. A lot of pepper on the retro hail. The yeah. last one we did. You want to do one more here? Not right this instant. Okay. Wait till the end. Oh God. Uh, are you? You're getting... scared of the retro hail on this, aren't you? A little bit. Yeah. Because that second one was definitely uh, mighty powerful. Am I getting what? I'm going to ask, and I don't mean this in any more any kind of derogatory way. You getting any kind of bitterness? No. It must be me then. Yeah, I'm not getting any bitter off of the cigar at all. I'm getting some sort of a little bitterness. I do get that on Connecticut's from time to time in the in the final third. Yeah, but not, I'm not getting it on this one. Oh, just maybe a little something just tickling the back of the throat there that I'm not quite entirely sure what to make of it. Make of it, you know. Yeah. It's. I mean, look, the cigar is good. My burn line's been great. Um, I had that little run in the beginning, but that's self-corrected. Like you said, I, yeah, you told me slow it down, down, and it worked. Uh huh. Look at me. You know, you're all like, oh, I know how to smoke anything. Oh, you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, I've been doing it a lot longer than you, but that doesn't mean I know anything. I mean, you know, I fixed it for you, so whatever. Um, but, uh, no, it's been a good cigar. It's kicked off a ton of smoke. I mean, the draw on it's been really good. I had that one little void that uh, developed up, but that smoked, I smoked past smoked that through it, really, yeah. really quickly. Um, so it was a very small pocket, and... Um, no, I mean, it smoked really well. I've just, like I said, here I am kind of about halfway through the final third, and it's just this little hint of bitterness that's kind of come into the uh, hmm. the taste profile. But yeah, all I'm, in not, all, I'm not getting that. I mean, and you know what? I might smoke another one of these later, and it might be totally gone. So yeah. you never know. True. True. So. Anyway, so uh, coming up on Friday, we'll have another selection from my monthly cigars. Yes, and for those of you who have signed up for the Cigar Pulpit uh, Coffee Experience, um, there was an email that went out um, earlier today that... A little um, delay with the roaster? There is a little delay with the roaster. Uh, Nick said in the email that it's a good thing because he doesn't want his roaster to rush this. He's going to keep everyone posted as to when it's ready to go and when coffees are going to be shipping out, but it shouldn't be too long. And then we'll get the tastings going on the show and we'll have the new coffee picked out in no time. And that's coming from uh, fucking good coffee? Fucking good coffee. Okay. Yeah, fucking good coffee. Yeah. And uh, he said there is still time to sign up. So if you haven't signed up yet and you want to sign up, he uh, still, you want to be one of our muggers still does have spots available. <laughs> so you're going to want to uh, head on over to I guess it's fuckinggoodcoffee.com that he's got that on. Uh, but maybe try checking out um, uh, mymonthlycigars.com as well. It what, might be. It might what be is on my monthly cigars, Nick? Well, why don't we go ahead and find out what my monthly cigars is, Jeff? This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! Well, and Nick, as I get ready to tell my joke, okay. as we finish up here, 
Why don't you go ahead and tell folks how they reach out to us on the socials? You and I are on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, any KKID Gator. Of course, that's my page. Is it though? Have you gotten it back yet? <laughs> I haven't done anything. Yeah, with it you in probably a while. need to get that back from the uh, Russian hacker who the, took the it over. The spam bots, it. yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we're also on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Prisoners page. Or group, I should say, not page. It's a group, and you guys can get in on that. Just find the group. If you're not a part of it, find the group. Request to be added. I get on that pretty quickly, and uh, then you're in on the fun. And then we're also on Twitter, YouTube, and guys, we need your questions for Ask the Boys. See, today was a good day. Had plenty of good questions. It was fun. And we need those by calling area code 863-874-00. Zero zero. Absolutely. Give us your calls. Give it us your it calls. sparked conversation. It did. It, it was did. good. It was good. Well, it sparked Star Trek conversation. It sparked a lot of conversation. <laughs> it did. Talked about how many chickens it would take to take you down. It's the, there's not enough chickens. I'm telling you, twenty five roosters, fifty chickens. <laughs> it's a swarming thing. Oh my god. Okay, so you ready for the joke? Okay, this is your dad joke of the yes. week or whatever. You ready? Dad yeah. joke of the week. So here's okay. dad joke of the week. I need to make a thing for that someday here. If April showers bring Mayflowers, what do Mayflowers bring? I don't know. Pilgrims. That's just stupid. (laughs) That's just stupid. You were doing so well there for a little while, and then one person said to you, it has to be a dad joke because it's a dad joke of the week, and now all of a sudden you're doing stupid jokes. Do you want a second one? You were doing such good jokes, and then you just whiffed it. I'm going to bring a second one. You ready? Yeah, sure. I thought the dryer was shrinking my clothes. Turns out it was the refrigerator all along. Uh, boy, that's more true for you than <laughs> than a joke, quite frankly. I have two t-shirts that didn't fit anymore. I've gotten so fat. <laughs> it really sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. No. What do, uh, you, what do you call a factory that makes okay products? I, I don't know. Yeah, satisfactory. Oh, my God. You know what? Here. <laughs> I got to freaking come to the rescue. Okay. Here. I'll see. I think I saved a few. By the way, those come to us, again, from countryliving.com. Dear God, quit getting your jokes from country living. <laughs> That's your problem. You're going to goddamn country living for your jokes here. Hey, um, hey, have you heard about the new chocolate record player? No. It sounds pretty sweet. I thought I had saved some. Where the hell are they? It sounds pretty sweet. God, you're dumb. What the ocean say to the beach? <laughs> Nothing. It just waves. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Why do seagulls fly over the ocean? I, I don't know. Because if they flew over the bay, they'd be called bagels. What? <laughs> I just... Oh God. <laughs> it's dumb. It's dumb. It's so dumb. I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. (sighs) I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) You you like that one. You like that one. I saw it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) How do you make a pool table laugh? I don't know. Tickle its balls. (laughs) <laughs> and they took it wretched. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you hear about the constipated accountant? No. 
He couldn't budget, so he had to work it out with a pencil and paper. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, hey, here's one that actually goes back to one of our calls from earlier. Why did the sperm cross the road? <laughs> okay, why did the sperm cross the road? Because you put on the wrong sock this morning. Ooh, that does tie in. <laughs> I like that. Uh, oh. How does the moon cut its hair? How? The eclipses. It. See, mine are better. <laughs> oh, my God. How is life like toilet paper? I don't know. Because you're either on a roll or taking shit from someone. <laughs> what does one wall say to the other? I, I don't know. I'll meet you at the corner. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> well, it's been another show. <laughs> oh my God, I can't even say this one. This one's too wretched. I can't even say this one. Well, you have to now. Well, Tell you what, let's save it for the Easter egg. I was say that. Oh, oh. yeah. Say it. We'll save that one for the Easter egg. There's a couple. Of, oh my God, these are dude, these are bad. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this was another show where you and I really didn't have a point, and hopefully some guests get back to me here soon so oh, we can, God. you know, start to do that. Or, you know, maybe you ought to, like, do a little reading of what's going on in the world so and that we can actually have something to talk about. Oh, dude, you don't mean to go off. The thing is... Don't talk politics. There's other shit going on in the but world. But everything's political. Everything dude, has become political. Shatner going up into space was not political. And people turned it political saying that like, I'm a rocket man. God. Any chance to use that clip? People turn to politicals. Oh, well, they should have used that money to save the world. That's just dumb. I know. Just whatever. Anyway. The guy, but, it, the guy made his money. But the point is, you and I didn't have to do that. We could have talked about it, and we did talk about it without... We did. You know, so just, you yeah. know, it's fine. It's but fine. I'm saying, everything turns political now. I know. We're, it's just the world we live in, and it's all because we, of social media. But we don't need to. all because to. of social media. we don't media. need to. So just do a little bit of reading. Come on. Come on, a little, okay. little light reading. Just okay. help, help me out here. I'll, I'll, I'll do some show prep. There you go, just a little bit. Just so, you know, we got something to talk about. Anyway. Well, stay tuned after the show. Nick's going to tell his wretched joke. All right, well, guys, final thoughts on the ATL magic here. I am down to the the absolute end of this It is thing. ramped up. I've enjoyed the cigar. Um, it's a darker cigar than I would uh, normally pick out. But <laughs> you do a retro? Well, I just... Popped about six new hairs on my chest with that retro oh, there. Oh okay, my God, let me do one dude, before yeah. we close. I was going to say, close it out with that because, uh, ooh, and mine was, my, 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 nub was, my nub was almost out too. So like, all right, well, now we get gator coughing up a lung. Oh, my God. Yeah, right, right. That oh, yeah. pepper increased oh, yeah. exponentially on the retro hail at the end. If I hadn't gone through puberty yet, I would have just done it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was that was intense. Good cigar. I liked it. All yeah. you know, uh, like I said, had the little void, no big deal. Had the little bitterness, no big deal. All in all. I didn't run into the void or the bitterness on mine, so. Well, good. I'm it glad. may have just been the way you jankily lit it. I didn't jankily lit it. I perfectly lit it. <laughs> it was good. That was a good light. Okay. It was. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not putting my cigar into or or re-entry from orbit <laughs> like you. Anyway. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. Hallelujah. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.
Okay, so let's hear it. All right. So, um, what did the leper say to the sex worker? Oh, God. Keep the tip. 